Hey, all you hot messes on this week's episode of the Hot Mess Teacher Express. I am asking the question that every teacher hates to be asked and hates to answer. So stay tuned. you hot messes. Welcome to the Hot Mess Teacher Express, a weekly podcast exploring how important and impactful educators are and celebrating the different ways we accomplish that from the organized and quiet to the hot messes. We are here for each other. And one way that we can all be there for each other is by making sure that you're part of our community online. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. I don't think I'm missing any other ones, but there's so many different places to follow and and connect with all of the educators out there. So I'm just going to hop right into it today. Today, I'm going to start the episode with a little bit of an asterisk. And this episode might not be what you need right now, or it may be the exact episode that you need right now. I struggled with putting together this episode because this episode, I think, is going to be one that you may need to come back to and ground yourself with, or you may need to come back to it when your heart is ready for it. The question I am about to ask may be triggering, okay? And one that is definitely used as a weapon in regards to teachers. And I'm asking this question not as an administrator looking for you to do more while getting less, or I'm also not asking you this question as someone who is out of touch, presenting you with some awful toxic positivity professional development BS, okay? Do we all understand that? So the question that I want to ask you today is what is your why? Oh my gosh. I know. I hate that I just asked that question out loud. Seriously, (laughs) the amount of time I struggled with even uttering those words in that order on this podcast is not able to be computed. But please just give me a second to explain myself and where I'm coming from, because I think we're at a point in education where this question, if coming from a pure heart of a teacher bestie, may be one that's good to reflect on. Education right now is such a mess, and it may feel like you're just getting hit with wave after wave of duties, responsibilities, negativity, student behavioral issues, disrespect, just like bam, bam, bam. You're lying in that sand, beat up emotionally, mentally, and physically after a day in your classroom. It's hard to understand or even comprehend why we do this every single day, or why we sign our contracts for the next year. Your answer to this question, if you're ready to reflect on it, of course, is going to hopefully anchor you. Maybe acknowledging that reason will give us a sense of purpose when no one is listening to us scream how much more we deserve. Your answer to why you are a teacher does not negate or allow people to treat you disrespectfully, okay? Or, and it doesn't allow them to not compensate you fairly or undermine the work you are doing in your classroom, please do not think that this is what the answer to that question is. The answer to that question is for you, not them. They, 
students, parents, admin, and society are still very much responsible for making sure that teachers are respected, are compensated fairly, and valued. And the answer to this question may vary so much for you. Your answer could be as simple as, well, being a supermodel didn't really work out, so... (laughs) Or maybe like, I actually love being in my classroom and talking about something I am passionate about. Your answer should be grounding to you. It may be a reason to leave the classroom or the reason to try again tomorrow. No one can answer this question for you, so no one can tell you what the right answer is. That's kind of the beauty of it. So today what I wanted to do is I did want to share some of the answers that that you, teachers, wrote in about why they are teachers. What is their why? And maybe you can relate to some of these. Maybe maybe you're like, oh man, I can't wait to feel like that. Or should I feel like that? Again, this is such a personal thing. This answer is for you. Your answer is, is the right one. The first one that I want to share. Teaching is super challenging and every day is something new. I like the adrenaline rush. Also, the kids love me and make me feel like a celebrity, even in my hardest days when I'm a ball of stress and I even cry. I wake up the next day excited to go back. I really relate to this one a lot, especially the kids loving you and feeling like a celebrity. Does that make me a narcissist? Maybe a little bit. I was a popular teacher in the school that I taught in and the kids loved me. I felt like a celebrity. I recently went back to um, this school to watch a soccer tournament that some of my old students were in. I was like, oh, I I love seeing them. I love just, they were like, Miss Smith, like, what are you doing here? They were so excited to see me and I was so excited to see them. It was uh, fulfilling in a weird way. I feel weird saying that as because it feels like I'm celebrating myself, but it was. It teaching was one of those things they were so excited to come into my classroom and 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 be there with me. Like, okay, yeah, maybe I am kind of cool. All right, this next one. Building relationships with kids to the point where we have our own class inside jokes and can laugh about silly stuff together. It makes classroom management a hundred times easier. I will say once again, like this is again, one of my biggest reasons why I taught for as long as I did and why leaving to take care of my babies full time was such a hard choice because you do build those relationships with those kids and you have these inside jokes. And when we went to that soccer tournament, I left when I was pregnant with my with my two-year-old son. My fifth graders named him Baby Bort. I don't know why, but Baby Bort. He was just Baby Bort always. And so Rev was walking around and running around the soccer field. And these kids were like, is that Bort? What? And all of these things, just all of these memories come flooding back to me of how funny these kids are. The amount of stories, letters that I have. It's like I have entertainment for hours. They are truly some of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Okay, I'll say it. Fifth graders are hilarious. Some of most of them, most of the time. 
But I think the relationships were definitely what made it hard for me to leave. This next one is a different perspective. I was in another field and saw how that company made money. It never felt great. And I didn't feel like I was actually contributing to society or making the world better. I had taken a bunch of education classes in college, but my school didn't have an education major. It was a master's program. I got my bachelor's and wanted to make money. So I decided to try it and eventually loved it. I'm definitely not one of those teachers that goes crazy for the latest research or can handle younger kids learning basics. I appreciate high schoolers and can get my passion for the subject across. It feels good to see those light bulbs go off. I like this idea of someone who tried a business field and didn't find their why in that field and wanted to do something a little bit more fulfilling. And I feel like teaching is one of those emotionally <laughs> draining, but it's also very fulfilling to to see the bigger impact that that we have on on society and on the future. This one might this next one might be a little bit uh, more relatable here. <laughs> summer's off. I go back to work in September and I feel ready for it. No one understands how summers off are good for my mental health, my family, and my body. They couldn't pay me enough to work summers. It's not worth it to me. I was able to spend time with my family, vacation abroad, catch up on things, and be straight up lazy in bed. I think if you are an educator that is able to take summers off completely, like unplug, unwind, not have to work another job or worry about finances and you're able to travel and and take that time with family and like get the mental break that you need and deserve. I think summer's off a thousand percent could be a why. And it just, it works for a lot of different things. If your kids are on summer break, if you have the finances or you have a partner that you know, is contributing financially as well, and you're able to do things and be a little bit more financially free to enjoy the summer off, then yeah, that that would be a good why. <laughs> the next one, there's they have four reasons, okay? I've got bills to pay. Having the same breaks as my kids is nice. I can go anywhere and not have to worry too much about finding a job. And some of the kids are cool. <laughs> I think... Each of those has its own why, you know, that's good to have four reasons, but <laughs> I I know that not everybody, you know, relates to that. I've got bills to pay. Absolutely. It's a job, right? Teaching is a job. Sometimes that can be your only reason why to get up the next day and go into your classroom because yeah, you have bills <laughs> and Having the same schedule as your kids is also a huge perk for those who have kids in school. It's so nice to be able to be a family on vacation. And this next one, I can go anywhere and not have to worry too much about finding a job. There is this sense of job security in regards to teaching. I feel like when I went into teaching, there wasn't so much opportunity. It was, it was, starting to get a little less competitive, but it was still very competitive to get into a classroom or into a school. And I feel like now with this teacher shortage that we have going on, you do have job security as a teacher. This next one is another reason why I would maybe go back. (laughs) 
The biggest thing for me is a social aspect of the job. I like interacting with people all day and discussing literature. I worked in an isolated cubicle for a while and it was so boring. Teaching is a lot of things, but it is rarely boring. I think this one for me hits a little bit different working from home um, and being with a two-year-old and a nine-month-old all day long. It's exhausting and lonely and I miss interacting with people all day long. I miss being like practicing that social side of me that I think is a a big part of who I am. And I like that last part. Teaching is a lot of things, but it's rarely boring. No day is the same when you're a teacher. And and sometimes it's a reason why I would stay in that field. Yes, it's emotionally draining. Yes, I don't I feel like I'm screaming into the abyss for educators to be respected and valued members of society. But our day was never ever the same. You could never ever predict. This could be <laughs> that that could actually be a negative or a positive, but I I loved this idea that there was just something new every single day. No day was the same and there is something beautiful about that and it could not be beautiful for some people who would enjoy a quiet cubicle every now and again this next one a very simple reason why uh you are a teacher my children like to eat and sleep indoors and i've said and this next one is again like another simple reason why insurance. My husband's job doesn't provide health insurance, so I will continue to teach until we qualify for Medicare. Although my pay isn't great, it sure helps pay the bills. When I first started teaching, I remember talking to paraprofessionals who worked at our school. Again, if you're a paraprofessional, thank you so much for what you do every single day to support the students in those classrooms that need you. You have no idea how important and valued you are by me. Like I loved the paraprofessionals that worked in my room. They worked so hard and often felt very inadequate or ill-equipped to say what they needed for their student. And they knew exactly what this student needed. And a lot of times their voices weren't listened to or valued in in the school. And I'm like, just paraprofessionals, thank you so much for what you do. But on that, I, I talked with paraprofessionals like, oh, like, how'd you get in? How'd you get into the school? And almost, I would say, 80% of the paraprofessionals that worked in our school were there because of the insurance. They got paid <laughs> like crap. It's awful. Paraprofessionals, how paraprofessionals are compensated. But they were there for the insurance. So they worked for insurance. And that may be a whole other topic in general, but the insurance is a total reason why to to work in a school. Teachers' insurances are usually pretty good, pretty top of the line. And that was a huge reason why a lot of those paraprofessionals are are there supporting students in our classrooms was for the insurance. Okay, this next one. I also genuinely love to teach and come up with engaging lessons. I teach in a district where 99% of students are well-behaved. I've also built a positive reputation as a teacher, so it's pretty rare that a student acts out in my class. 
However, I'm so sick of administrative politics and parents who cry and enable their children's poor learning habits. Their kids are failing because they don't have academic support at home and they don't value education. And I cannot fix that. That you have your why, (laughs) right? That you love to teach and come up with engaging lessons. It's getting muddled in this broken system that we're teaching in. And I think the only thing to say to that is what this person, this teacher said at the end, I cannot fix that. I cannot fix that. And I think a lot of times teachers take on the weight of the education world and this broken system. They feel like it's their fault. They feel like it's theirs to fix. And it's not. It's not. We are here for our whys. We are here because we want to be teachers. And it's so many nuances in this broken system that we're trying to teach in and, and anger ourselves in our why. And it's like, how do we get back to that? How do we get back to that? This next one is definitely very relatable. I hope to leave the world a better place than when I arrived. And I came to the conclusion that this is the best way. Bonus points, I'm good at it. And we all enjoy things we're good at. Bonus, bonus points, that joy generally comes across to the students and is infectious. And I will say this again, I have no problem admitting I am a good teacher. I feel really comfortable in front of a classroom. I love teaching so much. And there is something about being good at something that uh, that is just, it makes you feel good and have and have some sort of purpose. This is the last one and it's, it's a longer one, but it's a good one to end with. I feel like teaching is the best meeting point of my biggest passion and the world's greatest need. I believe nearly any career can be that for someone. Mine just happens to be teaching. I studied business economics in college. Growing up poor, my dream was an office job where I had to dress nice every day. And I got that job right out of college at a big four accounting firm in LA. What was the job? I was a records analyst. I stared at a screen all day. It drained me of any human essence. Every project I finished meant nothing. A different project would be at my desk the next day. I quit after a year with no job replacement in sight. My girlfriend at the time was a teacher and she told me to try subbing. I did and I liked it. I got a job as a support teacher that lasted a few months because I was then thrown into a year-long substitute position. It was harder than any job I ever had, but I still felt like I was making a difference. I wasn't working on some meaningless report. I was helping children. Even though I felt like I was doing a terrible job, the students freaking loved me and it made me feel like I was going to be okay. I haven't looked back since. I don't miss the office culture, the long hours in an office or the commute. I'm on my seventh year teaching now and I've grown since that first year. I love the students, the schedule, the vacations, and the ability to be creative with my practice. As we close out this episode... I want to reiterate that the answer to what is your why is for you and and you alone. It's not an excuse for societies and communities and school districts to take advantage of you or manipulate you. I'm going to say that again. The answer to your why should never be used to manipulate you by society, by communities, by school districts, by parents, by students. That is not the reason 
that I'm asking this question? If anything, the answer to this question, the answer to why are you a teacher should help prove why we as educators and teachers are screaming to be heard, why we are fighting so hard to be respected, valued, and compensated fairly. Because at the end of the day, we love being teachers. I hate that remember your why has become a toxic way to manipulate and control teachers and diminish their voice for when they're screaming to be respected, valued, and compensated fairly. Well, you're working with children. Isn't that enough? No, it's not. And it shouldn't be for you. For me, like that's something for me to answer. But for you to be asking me that, that's manipulative and that's degrading. Like doctors, do we say that to doctors? Like, isn't enough that you're saving lives? No, we we don't say that to doctors. We compensate them for their hard work and education and and what they're doing every single day. Like I understand the difference and I I understand that doctors have people's lives in their hands every single day and there's legality and all that stuff, but at the same time like teachers kind of do the same. <laughs> We're impacting 15 to 200 lives a day, at least 200 lives a day in our classrooms. The future, if anything. And again, I'm not asking you to answer what is your why for teaching to make you feel like you can't have those things, like you can't be valued, you can't be respected, and you can't be compensated fairly. That's that's not what that's not what this is at all. Because some days we love teaching. We just love teaching. We love being a teacher. We love our classroom. We love we love our students. We love what we're teaching. Or maybe some days we love having a steady, albeit small paycheck and and understanding that we are impacting the future of of the world. Okay, and changing lives. Never ever let society make you feel like you're not doing that. Okay? So, I'm going to ask you to reflect on that. What is your why? What is anchoring you to teaching right now? Or maybe not anchoring you to teaching. Maybe you can relate to some of these stories that I shared and and these reasons why some of the other teachers are in education and find comfort in the in the simple reasons. Maybe you like having a roof over your head and that's your reason why you're going into your classroom today. Or maybe you do understand how amazing you are at teaching. And that's why you're going in today because the world needs you today. Your reasons are going to change and vary depending on the year, the class, the situation, but just in a non-toxic positivity way, remember why you are in that classroom. Now, what I would love for you to do is I would love for you to write a three-page essay and I want you to turn it into your administration. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you so much for being here today on the Hot Mess Teacher Express. Um, if you could do me a huge favor and 
review rate and and share this episode or any others on your socials or with a friend wherever you feel like people need it um i would greatly appreciate that and um and thank you for for doing that and participating in that way until next week i guess please remember that you are celebrated loved and supported for the educator that you are so until next week Bye.